morning church, morning SP, and morning those who are joining us online. Let's start in prayer. Father, we bless you, we honor you. We are thirst for you and your word. Today, God, this morning, we pray to just satisfy our thirst, our thirsty in you, O Lord God. We pray, Holy Spirit, to lead us receive and understand your word that gives life strength and victory in living in this world to the power of your Holy Spirit. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So please uh, join me in reading this uh, section of the book of, of Ezekiel in chapter 36. And let's read from verse 22 to 28. Therefore, say to the house of Israel, Thus says the Lord, the Lord God, It is not for your sake, O house of Israel, that I am about to act, but for the sake of my holy name which you have profaned among the nation to which you came. And I will vindicate the holiness of my great name which has been profaned among the nations, and which you have profaned among them. And the nations will know that I am the Lord, declares the Lord God, when through you I vindicate, I vindicate my holiness before your eyes. I will take you from the nations and gather you from all countries and bring you into your own land. I will sprinkle clean water on you and you shall be clean from all your uncleannesses and, and from all your idols. I will cleanse you and I will give you a new heart and a new spirit I will put within you. I will remove the heart of stone from your flesh and give you a heart of flesh. I will put my spirit within you and cause you to walk in my statutes and be careful to obey my rules. You shall dwell in the land that I give to your fathers and you shall be my people. I'll be with, I will be your God and I will deliver you from all your uncleannesses and I will summon the grain and make it abundant and lay no famine upon you. I will make the fruit of the tree and the increase of the field abundant that you may never again suffer the disgrace of famine among the nations. Then you will remember your evil ways and your deeds that were not good and you will loathe yourself for your iniquities and your abominations. It is not for your sake that I will act, declares the Lord God. Let, it, let that be known to you. Be ashamed and confounded for your way. Your ways, O house of Israel. Bless the reading of the word of God. Now Ezekiel is one of the five, or one of the major prophets, of five prophets along with Isaiah, Jeremiah, Lamentation, and Daniel. Prophet Ezekiel was called a prophetic mission while living outside the land of Israel, which is his part, or he is living together with the exile uh, Jewish people in, in the Babylon. After the invasion of Assyrian in Israel, in Jerusalem, Judah, and the whole land, the people of, uh, Jew, the people of Israel was, uh, is, was um, uh, exiled, and they brought it in Babylon. Now, the book, of, the book of Ezekiel was filled with bizarre visions and puzzling revelations, puzzling revelations, but digging beneath the surface, you will find a time, timeless lessons about God and His 
a relationship toward his people. That in here, the whole theme of Ezekiel, he'd rather forgive his people than to judge. He remains faithful even we are unfaithful. He can use anything, even something bad, to accomplish his greater good. Now, this book of Ezekiel wrote to the people of Israel living in exile between 593 to 571 VC. They needed to know that the God of Israel was given in pagan Babylon, was even God even in pagan Babylon, Babylon. Ezekiel warned the people that their idolatry would be judged later. After Jerusalem destruction, he wrote to encourage them that God would bring back to Judah and Jerusalem. <clears throat> now the text we read, it is open up that God are reminding the people of Israel that the act that he's going to do with this nation is not about the people of Israel. He mentioned about vindicating his name for what the people of Israel had been done to his holy and great name. They profaned by meaning they, they, they made a great respect showing to the nations around them that the very act of disobedience to God's law and turning their back on God by adultery and worshiping other gods. That what the people of Israel are witnessing to the other nations around them, that God said that they made his great name profane. They made his holy name profane, which resulted of invasion, and they were sky exiled and scattered in other nations and ruled by other nations and disgraced with famine. Now, in this context of chapter 36, he didn't exile Israel primarily to punish them. God never has been nor is now interested in punishment's sake. Rather, he intended the punishment or judgment means to an end to bring his people to a state of repentance and humility before the one true God. They had lived for so long in sin and rebellion, confident in their own strength and that of the neighboring nation, that they need God to remind them of his holy nature and their humble identity in most dramatic way. Now we can see that in this chapter, God was going to act that in, by vindicating his great name. And this, you can see those acts that God are going to do and at this time, first he said in verse 23, I will vindicate, meaning sanctify the holy of my great, holiness of my great name. And the nation will know that I am the Lord, declares the Lord God. When through you I vindicate my holiness before their eyes. Now God will going to act and he will going to use the same nation that he beloved, the people of Israel, to, to, to sanctify, to vindicate to, to, to show these people around them, the nation around them, who exactly is the God of Israel. So that in their own eyes, this nation, that they will see that the God of Israel 
He's a God that is so caring, a God that is promise keeper, a God, a covenant keeper, a God that is so loving, yet he is so stern in, in righteousness and justice that the people of Israel that is experiencing is because of their continuous disobedience to the law and to the righteousness of God. This is what God are going to show around the people, around the nation that is surrounding, that is the nation that is now the people of Israel is settling or exiled. That is the first act that God will going to do, and this is the act that going to do in relation to the people of Israel. In verse 24, he said, I will take you from the nations and gather you from all the countries and bring you into your own land. This is the first act that God will going to show to the, the nations, the nations that is, that is, you know, uh, uh, disgracing his name because of the disobedience of Israel. He will, they will take and put back in their own land. Second, I will sprinkle in verse 25, clean water on you and you shall be clean, clean from all your uncleanness and from your idols and will cleanse you. In verse 26, I will give you a new heart and a new spirit I will put within you and I will remove the heart of his stone from your flesh and give you a heart of flesh. In verse 27, I will put my spirit within you and cause you to walk in my statutes and be careful to obey my rules. In verse 29a, I will deliver you from all your uncleannesses. I will summon the grain and make abundant and lay no famine upon you. And I will make the fruit of the tree and the increase of the field abundant that you may never again suffer the disgrace of famine among the nations. This is the very act God will do. You know that this is not easy. This is not just instant that God will going to do that, that act. It will cause the lives, it cause the participation, it cause suffering and pain in the part of the people of Israel as we know the story that happened before they come back and goes back to their land. Verse 24 and verse 29 B and 30, we can see the act of God that is going to restore the land, is going to restore the abundant crops and provisions that other nations will see that God of Israel is able and powerful God, caring and covenant keepers, bringing back the holy and great name of God as the days of Moses and Joshua that in the time of exile dishonored by the people of Israel. We can know that in the time of Moses and Joshua, even the time when God uh, 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 sent the people of Israel to, to be freed from Egypt, that the, 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 when they parted the, the Red Sea and they crossed in the dry land, he makes a highway on that sea, the people outside Egypt and even the people in Egypt was so afraid and they say honor and they say they, you know, they, they knew that the God of Israel is so powerful and that what God right now wants to restore his great name for the other countries surrounding them. But God not only concerned restoring the materials abundant to vindicate his name, as we can read in verse 25 and 26 and 27, there will be sprinkling and cleaning. 
there will be spiritual surgery that will take place, removal of a stony heart and replacing a new heart, a heart of flesh, and putting them with the Spirit of God. That will go, that will going to happen, that will going, that God will going to do with them. To vindicate his name. First, is sprinkling and cleansing. What do you mean by this? Sprinkling and cleansing from idolatry and adultery. Because during the time, the people of Israel, they worship and embrace false God rather than focus in one true God whom they make a covenant covenant that they will follow him and will not serve and worship other God. In Deuteronomy chapter 6 verse 4, this is the covenant that they, they, they made with the Lord. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one God. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your might. This is the Shema prayer that the people of Israel have to pray day and night. And every day they are proclaiming and praying this prayer, which is the covenant they made with God in the time that they are in uh, wilderness. Today, in the new covenant, in the blood of Jesus Christ, we are washed by the blood of Jesus Christ, stated in Hebrew chapter 9, verse 14, and cleansed by the washing of the water with the word of God, in Ephesians chapter 5, verse 25 and 26. The new covenant, the new the believers after the death and the resurrection of Christ, we are no longer temporarily cleansed by the, the sacrifices of the animals by, by pouring the blood in the altar, but after the resurrection of Christ, it is the new covenant that by his blood we are cleansed, and by the washing of the word of God we are also cleansed. Amen? So it is so Wonderful how this para- parallel of the Old Testament carrying out in the New Testament. Second is the removal of the stony heart. Now we are always heard this word that, that God is going to play, to remove a stony heart and put a, a, a heart of flesh. What do you mean by this? Stony heart is the core of being lifeless. You know, you know that stone has no life, you know. So meaning, the heart that are cold, cold to God, meaning it's no feeling, it's so, it's no, it's no heart in it, meaning dead and no love. A heart that is impenetrable, impenetrable, meaning hardened heart. A heart that is stubborn, rebellious, keep on disobeying and unrepentant, delighting in their evil ways, Pride and self-righteous. This is the stony heart that is being said. They don't have love for God. They are hardened. They are not receiving the word of God, meaning the truth of the word of God. They are keep on rebelling. Even though they know the truth, even though the truth will, will, will keep them in the proper life and good life, but they keep on choosing to disobey 
and they are delighting to continue doing the evil and wicked ways, forsaking the righteousness of Christ. This is the stony heart that need to be removed, that need to be changed, that God will going to act, not the act of man, not the act of a pastor or a preacher or even a prophet, but is the very act of God that is going to make a surgery to remove that stony heart in every person. Today, what is the part of our life in this modern day that leave us feeling as if we are experiencing a hardening heart? Probably an answered prayer. Probably sickness. Maybe bad experience in your past relationship, even to a fellow Christian. Persecutions. Maybe financial problem. Or vices. Or addictions. Or unforgiveness. Those are things that can make our heart so hardened and can block our relationship with God and even invite disasters. But we know and understood that God will use these things that is unpleasant not for us to punish, but for us to be disciplined and bringing back to him and understand and know that he is so loving as we come and repent as we come and and give our whole heart unto him. We desperately need a new heart. Amen. To change our heart. If our state is in that moment or in that state right now, God can change our heart and bring restoration if you allow God to remove of our old hardened heart of a stone. If we allow God to remove, it takes an act for us to come before God and allow Him to walk, to work an act of removing that stony heart of us. Third, is, next is replacing with a heart of flesh. Removing the stony heart and replace it with a heart of flesh. Meaning a changed heart towards God to love him. A stony heart, they didn't love God. But God are changing us with a heart of flesh. A heart that has life. A heart that can love a heart that will love God and love his righteousness and walk in harmony with God and to others. It requires a supernatural transformation. Jesus called it being born again. In John 3.3, when we are born again, God performs a heart transplant as it were. Let me repeat that. When we are born again, God performs a heart transplant. He gives us a new heart. Not only a new heart God will going to put in us, but he said he will put 
a new spirit in us and his spirit. His spirit is going to put in us as well as to change our heart from sin, focus to God. Hallelujah. We do not become perfect when that happens in 1 John 1, 8. But we, st- we still have our sinful flesh and freedom to choose whether or not obey or not. However, when Jesus died in our sin, when Jesus died of our sin, he broke the power of sin that controls us in Romans chapter 6, verse 10. Receiving him as our Savior give us access to God and his power. A power to transform our heart from sin hardened to Christ softened. Hallelujah. The Holy Spirit gave us the desire to please God that was foreign to us in our hardened state. Those who had a hardened and stony heart, they cannot please God because they don't have the Holy Spirit in them. But those who receive the Lord Jesus Christ, the Holy Spirit resides in, in us and that give us the desire to please God. In 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 18, said that our being transformed into the same image, in the image of Christ, from glory to glory, just us by the Spirit of the Lord. This is so wonderful that when God put, changed our heart, He also put a new spirit in us, and also put the Holy Spirit in us, that's totally a perfect surgery happens in our heart and a total change in our life because of the work of the Holy Spirit. Now, the book of Ezekiel reminds us to seek out the Lord in those dark times. Just like what happened to the people of Israel. That the Ezekiel... God used prophet Ezekiel to bring forth hope, bring forth the promise for them to remind that God never forsake them. It is only them who forsake God. It is only them by their disobedience that they are experiencing things. But still God is so faithful to them. And he will bring back what he has promised for the glory of his name. You know, church, sometimes God uses things that is so unpleasant in our life. Not because for us only to be disciplined. Because other people surrounding us, even in the markets, are looking for us. That when when a testimony came that is not in accordance to the word of God, God can use circumstances that will use you in the marketplace and wherever you are to vindicate his holy name and his great holy name. Your question is, will you consider do so today to ask God and remove the stony heart 
and replace with a flesh, a heart of flesh, and receive a new spirit, a new heart, and the spirit God in you. Let us pray and ask Karja to lead us in worship. Let us search our heart, those who are in this room and those who are listening online, and even those who will listen later. What is the state of your heart right now? Are you experiencing things that seems so strange right now being a Christian? Check your heart. Check your testimonies around you. Maybe God are calling you back. Maybe God are using you, your circumstances, that He may sanctify and vindicate and witness the goodness and His love on the people around you. So wonderful to know that God The things that we are experiencing, the hard times, is not giving judgment to us. But He is using those times, those things, this event, circumstances, for us to lead us into repentance, to come back to Him, to know and understand. That God is so love us so much. He does, doesn't want us to continue walking into destruction, wayward, going away with Him. Learn that He is pursuing us. Learn that He is continue looking for us, just like a sheep. Losses, lost. He was sick for us. But when the time comes, don't harden your heart. Repent and just come to the Lord. Let's pray.
Purifying us, purifying our heart. Continue, give glory, honor, praises, and make your name known so great among the nations. Let us pray for our community prayer right now. Let's continue to lift up prayer by faith. Those who are suffering cancer and undergoing chemo and radiations. Lift them up that God is able and He will give miracles to each one of them. Let's pray. So live of those who are suffering illnesses and need a word of salvation. Pray God that they will see even in the midst of these pains and and illnesses that the hands of God can use this time to bring salvation, living hope, not only to them but even the people around them and the miracles will take place as they believe. Let us pray. Also, lift up and pray for those who are suffering infirmities, praying that God will lay hands upon those part of every bodies that is sufferings, is pain. Pray that God will perform surgeries in those areas and just bring healing. Let us pray.
So pray for those who are praying for jobs. Pray for provision, peace in our heart, faith to continue to rise, and patience. Let's pray for your the favor of the Lord upon them. Also pray for our mission focus today. Pray for Singapore, for CP Sam Kim congregation and his family. For Spin, for Pisalamat and Spill, myself, Ernie, and our congregation. Pray for God to continue cause each and every one of us to grow and in the knowledge and be like Christ. Pray for the covering and protection upon us. Pray for each families, and pray that our congregation, the church, will continue to bring glory and honor in the name of the Lord Jesus. Let us pray. Also pray for the healing prayer and healing ministry. Pray for IP for intercession. Pray for the well. Pray for the river. Pray those who are the key person. Matt Harris Christian Christian and Rachel. Pray for the covering protection and the families. Pray for God to continue carry out the very purpose of this ministry in this church that He He establishes. Let's pray for the hands of God continue manifest in His ministries. Let us pray.
We also pray for the local outreaches, agape, homie, bridge, and recreation. Let's lift them up. Also live up our SP 2.0 for building and resources, benefactor and vision fund. Pray that God will truly pour out the spirit of generosity to all His people and bring miracles and bring provisions in every needed uh, in this church. For He is our provider. Let us pray. So lift up those who are pregnant mom in our community for Rachel, Jessica, Catherine and others pray for the good health of the mom and the babies covering and protections upon them smooth pregnancy term and even when the time of delivery pray for the joy and peace both for the parents and provision as well let's pray So live up those house churches that we're meeting today, praying that there will be a God-centered fellowship, presence of God will be in their midst, pray for the covering and protections, pray for building up, edification, encouragement, unity, peace, joy as they come together as a church to glorify and honor God. Let's pray.
let us pray. Father, we bless you, we honor you, we glorify you. Thank you, God, for listening and receiving and answering our prayers. Prayers by faith in the name of Christ, Lord. That your hand, O oh Lord God, is not short to reach out all those prayers. Thank you, Father God, for all the tears that have been given, Lord, for you. you, you every tears are precious, O oh Lord God, to you, Lord God. And Father God, we thank you, Father God, for reminding us again and again, O oh Lord God, that we should keep your name so holy and so precious that your name, O oh Lord God, will continue to be God to 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 be great, O oh Lord God, and to be hallowed, O oh Lord God. Help us, O oh Lord God, that in every part of our life, in witnessing, that people around us will see your goodness, your love, your care, oh Lord God, your peace and your joy, oh God, because that's who you are in our life. So we bless you, we honor you, God, we give you all the glory and thanksgiving. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you, church, and have a blessed prayer. See you again tomorrow.